Welcome to episode one of my podcast, Potophobia. Now, coming up in this debut episode, I let my secret out about overcoming a huge phobia of mine. I also talked to an expert about phobias and what the heck they actually are. Now, I recently overcame a fear and I'm so stoked about it. Uh, It wasn't easy, I can tell you that much. It's a pretty big problem in my life and it has affected me like for as long as I can remember. It's something that makes my body freeze instantly and the hairs on my arm are wrecked up when they see bare feet. It's so random, but like jandals, sandals, burks, anything's just nut. I can't even look at them. I can't even hear the word. Like saying it makes my whole body like squirm. It's so bad. But I can happily say that's actually all in the past now. I can now confidently say, and I can even look at the word feet slash foot, whatever you like to say. So I was in Bali two weeks ago and I was so nervous to go literally for the bare feet around me, how all the Balinese men and women just like stroll around on the streets in their bare feet. But while I was over there, I only wore covered shoes like Chuck's. And the friend I was with dared me and paid for me to put my feet in one of those pools with the like sucking fish and the fish nibble and suck at your dead skin on your feet and up your shins. And it sounded like a complete horror story for me. It was horrible. I had the sweats going and the thought of it was killing me. Um, I even started crying. I was like, you can't do this. You can't do this to me. And I was so panicky. Yeah, a tear dropped out of my eye onto my cheek. But I did it. We came to an agreement and I did it. And I love to tell the tale. I mean, I had to breathe and squeeze the towel provided pretty much into a white clump. I had chewed the top of the paper cup I had. It was horrible. There were fish in between my toes nibbling at my blisters and my dry feet from wearing covered shoes. Like in 32 degrees, understandable. Yes, okay, I had dry feet and blisters. But the the fish were like climbing in between, in and out of my toes, all of them. And I was so squirmish at the start. And the start was probably the worst. I'm, I'm, I'm not even ticklish. But the first 10 minutes, okay, first 10 minutes out of 15 minutes were the worst. The last five were sweet, but it was actually bearable. Like, I was crying for the moment and completely dreading it. But, yeah, as I said, I'm not ticklish. My feet are fine. There's nothing about that. It's just the fact, the concept of feet. The fact that tiny little fish were sucking on my feet, but I did it. And I was so happy with myself. My new Aussie mates who were sitting next to me thought I was like a Kiwi girl on crack because I was like amped as and like I was actually relaxed enough to do it. And they were kind of looking at me like, who is this chick? But hey, I was stoked. Uh, I woke up feeling so fresh the next day, smooth and blister free feet. What more could a girl want? Uh, hundreds of satisfied fish as well, to be honest. You know, their tummy's full of dead skin and uh, pussy blister residue. I don't know. Hmm, sounds like pretty good to me. So I decided to get a foot massage that next afternoon as well. $5, pretty rude not to. It was a Thursday I've treat, you know, before flying out. I guess you could say now I am the master of feet, but if anyone did ask me to touch or massage their feet, it'll be a no from me just because I don't know where their feet have been or, you know, if there's any jam wedged in between the toes. Don't know about that. But I wanted to explore the situation of phobias a little more, considering I actually know nil about them and I flaunt the fact that I do have a phobia, did, did have a phobia. So I talked to an expert, Mel, for the lowdown on fears and dished him out a few questions. Check it out. So I've got Mel with me now, who is a clinical psychologist up in Auckland in New Zealand. Hi, Hayley. How long have you been in the industry, Mel? 
Uh, I've been working in mental health for about 30 years. I've been a registered psychologist since 1999. So you're the perfect person to ask some questions about phobia so you can help me get a greater understanding. How does that sound? I'm one of those people who's quite happy to say I don't know what I don't know, but let's see how we go. (laughs) Perfect. I love that. All right. So the basic question, how does a phobia come about? A phobia is an anxiety condition. Phobias, in the context of of an environmental stimuli that trips up that old part of the brain, the amygdala, then two things get paired. The thing that happened in the environment and the internal arousal state. The thing that happened in the environment becomes something that the person who experienced the aroused internal state starts to fear. And when they, when we feel fear of something, we either do one of two things. We attack it or we avoid it, which is the flight response. And what happens with phobias is the flight response gets kicked in and people start avoiding the thing in the environment that causes the internal arousal state. And that's what a phobia is. Wow. Okay, that was not what I was expecting at all. Okay. Yep. Um, now, this one here I found ridiculous and I've been trying for about three days to pronounce it it's the fear of peanut butter being stuck to your mouth have you heard of it no I haven't heard of that one I, I've, yet to see, I've heard I've heard of people fearing heights and and elevators and escalators I know. and uh, and obviously germs but never about peanut butter being stuck on the roof of their mouth and the name it's like archer butterophobia but that's weird. Do you know, so you can't really think of anything else that's so extreme like that, like the fear of butter being, um, peanut butter being stuck to your mouth? No, I can't, I can't imagine that. I, I, I've never heard of that. Um, so, yeah, you'd have to ask someone else who, who's an expert on the fear of fear, <laughs> that uh, arachnav peanut butter phobia or whatever it's called. <laughs> Literally, the fear of peanut butter. And I love peanut butter, so that's definitely not something I'll go down the yeah, track it would, of. It would, have to, it would have to be smooth peanut butter, wouldn't it, to have it stuck on a fear <laughs> mouth? So the simple answer there would be to have crunchy peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would probably be even worse if you can feel a texture. I don't know. I don't know. Can someone develop a phobia after having a nightmare of sorts? Yeah, look, actually, yes. The brain and the, and the fight-or-flight response doesn't discriminate very well between things we've read, things we've seen in films yep. and TVs, things we've dreamt, and things that have actually happened, which is why... The film Jaws created a whole lot of people who had phobias about sharks. Okay, well, those are all the intense questions I have, but I was wondering yourself, okay. with all the knowledge you have, do you still manage yes. to have phobias and you can't, there's those fears that you just can't get past? Yes, I have phobias, yeah. Yeah, but you deal with them in a way that you are really confident and you know how to? No, I, I run away from them. Um, uh, I, I, have a, I, I should really go back to university because everyone else I know who's a psychologist now is a doctor. So I should go back, but every time I walk around the university to go and even enroll, I have this heart sink and this feeling of dread and I run away from the campus. I put bamboo slivers under my fingernails before I go back to university and oh, study again. I'm with you on that one. <laughs> university was not for me either. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, no, you seem to know plenty enough without having to be a doctor and to go back to university, but thanks so much for your time and you've answered a lot of questions and I have a way better understanding on phobias because I'm actually in the process of getting over some phobias myself. But ultimately it comes down to breathing, Hayley. Breathing. If you keep your breath 
keep keep the two second and the five second out rest exhale breath that keeps that heart rate down keeps the keeps those stress hormones from being produced that seems to be the best way to take care of phobics I love that because I was in Bali last week and I have a fear of feet I can't handle feet you know, I, I, I'm with you on that. I hate people. I can't even stand massages. I don't like people touching my body anywhere. Oh, so, you know, no. apart from my girlfriend, of course. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so okay. much for your time. This is, a, this, is a fam- this is a family show, so we won't go there. Yeah, right. I'll keep it a bit PG, eh, mate? <laughs> okay, good. Thanks so much. All right. Okay, honey. Catch Bye-bye. you later. Bye. Mel definitely knows his stuff, so what I'm going to do is next week I'm going to embrace yet another phobia. Now that I have a few tips and a whole lot more knowledge up my sleeves, I reckon I can do this one without the tears, without the sweat, without the clenching of a towel. I just feel a lot more comfortable about the whole situation, about the whole phobia situation. I know the 5-2 breathing method, which is definitely going to be a keeper. I'll remember that when I attack phobia number two next week. And this is actually a physical fear. So tune in to check that out in Potophobia 2.0. This phobia actually came about in Bali also. I never knew I even had it until a dreadful night in Bali, which actually happened to be my first night. So I had to either embrace 10 more nights of this or get on the next flight. So you have to tune in next week to check out what I do. But if you've liked what you've heard, you can head to my social media pages. Just type in Potophobia in the search bar. But if you are on Instagram, you need to chuck a one at the end of Potophobia because there's someone who has Potophobia and their feed is really shit. So don't go onto that thinking that it's mine and then judge me on that. So make sure you put a one at the end of Potophobia. But make sure you check out my podcast next week as I embrace another phobia. It's going to be a biggie and I'm probably going to cry and it will all be recorded so you don't want to miss out. But yeah, jump on social media and make sure you tune in next week so you don't miss out on my physical fear. See if I can do phobia 2.0. See you next week.